from some guy you probably met on the internet. It's the Casey Lewis Podcast. It's Monday, December 14th, 2015, and this is the Casey Lewis Podcast, where we talk about crushing debt, loving work, and chasing dreams that matter. I'm your host, Casey Lewis. Do you have a question about money, careers, debt, investing, college, cars, or real estate? There are a few ways you can ask your question and have it answered as part of the show. You can go to the podcast episode page at casey-lewis.com and click on the questions from the internet button. You can hit me up on Twitter or Facebook at Casey N. Lewis or this week, December 14th, through the 18th at one o'clock central every day you can head over to the periscope app and ask your questions there and i'll be recording a new live episode each day this week kicking off today's show is a question from chris he writes we're thinking about selling our house what do we need to do to get ready good question chris thank you for writing in um real estate uh is booming right now in a large part of the country and so it's a good thing if you're thinking about upgrading in homes this would be a good time to do it so if you're thinking about selling your house uh, the first thing you need to do is determine approximately uh, what the value is going to be of your home Um, and you can do that by doing just some of your own research checking and seeing what other homes in the neighborhood have sold for using tools like realtor.com seeing what other homes around your area are listed for is also a good way just to get a good gauge then you need to start cleaning your house. Not just a little bit of cleaning, you need to clean it before your real estate agent comes over. Before you interview any real estate agents, you need to get uh, get on it and get that house cleaned up. And here's why. A clean house sells more than a dirty house. And when you have that real estate agent come over, they're going to talk to you about the value of the home as they are seeing it. And they can they can say in their heads that they're going to help you stage it and make it look nice. Um, and they can do all of that, but their first impression needs to be a good one of your home too. And you can likely list your home for a higher price if you do that. So your first step is to start cleaning your house and decluttering. Your second step is to interview three real estate agents um, and ask them questions like, how many homes have you sold in my neighborhood? Um, What is the average price of home selling in my neighborhood? And really dig in and see if they know their stuff. Uh, If you need help finding a real estate agent, you can head over to my website, casey-lewis.com and click on the real estate page and we can find some great agents in your area. After it's listed, you need to, or after you hire an agent, you need to get on it and get that house immaculate. Um, Talk to your agent about spending some money in upgrades, fresh paint, clean carpet. Uh, Make your house look awesome so that when you list it, the day it goes live, um, your house looks really good. HGTV has kind of screwed up uh, how homes are sold because home buyers can't look past dirt. They can't look past clutter. Home buyers want to see homes that are immaculate. So you have to do a little bit above and beyond. But the good news is by spending that little extra time, that little extra money before you list your house, by spending that little bit of extra effort getting your home ready to sell, um, you can actually sell it for more money than you used to be able to um, because everybody just kind of threw a dirty house out or just an average house. Make your house look spotless. Make it look awesome. 
spend the money, spend the time to get it clean, fresh paint, good carpet, good flooring, great landscaping. The effort you spend beforehand will result in thousands of dollars on the back end. Good question, Chris. Hey, today's show is brought to you by the 30 Days to Better Money. If you're ready to take your financial life to the next level, then this ebook will give you all of the tools, tricks, and tips you need to go crush your money goals. Whether you're struggling with debt, planning for retirement, living paycheck to paycheck, or just want a solid financial foundation, this 30-day challenge will walk you through exactly what to do and give you a roadmap for success. It's free. You can download your copy by going to casey-lewis.com slash 30 days. Our verse of the day is Romans 13, 8. It says, Let no debt remain outstanding except for the continuing debt to love one another. For he who loves his fellow man has fulfilled the law. And our quote comes from good old Benjamin Franklin. He says, Rather go to bed without dinner than to rise in debt. Even good old Benjamin Franklin knew that debt was a bad thing and he would rather not go to bed or he would, excuse me, he would rather go without dinner than wake up the next morning owing somebody money. He would not go to bed if he owed somebody money. He would go work and find ways to pay them off and that is what you should do too. If you are in debt, it is time to go hustle. Next, we've got a question from Janine. She says, we're in a weird career transition period. I'm a nurse and have an opportunity to greatly increase my income, but it requires me to go to school for the next 12 months and I can't work a full-time job and go to school at the same time. My husband hates his job and has an idea to start a new business, but we can't afford to take the pay cut from my full-time job and for him to leave his current job too. How can we navigate this? Neither of us wants to ask the other to put off their dreams. Great question, Janine. Thank you for writing in. Um, this is a, a really big thing because almost 8 out of 10 people hate their jobs. 8 out of 10. They don't like what they do for a living. They they may enjoy the thing that they do, but they don't enjoy who they do it for or what it requires of them. Um, and that's a big deal because your job is not just a separate part of you. It's not like you have your home life and your church life and your job life. Your job is a part of you. And so if you're eight hours a day, 40 hours or 50 hours a week miserable and hate your job, well, then you're going to carry that home and it's going to bleed into other areas of your life. And so I don't want your husband to hate his job. Um, but I also really, really like this opportunity that you have coming up here. Um, so what I would say is that you guys need to take a good, long, hard look at your monthly budget and slash everything. If you're not in debt, you need to pretend like you're in debt and slash everything. If you are in debt, you are really going to have to hustle to make this thing work. Um, and what you're looking at doing is getting your expenses down to absolute zero. Like you can't have any frivolous expenses. So your, your house needs to be the right type of house for you. It can't be a huge percentage of the income that you're going to make your cars. You can't have a car payment. Um, you're going to have to minimize those, your car insurance and, and those things. You're going to need to shop those, your cell phone plans. You're going to need to shop those. You're going to need to cut out cable. You're going to need to get on a different internet plan. You're going to need to do things that are extreme to get your expenses significantly low because we're talking about losing 
25 to 30% of your income plus any income your husband is going to lose by leaving his job until he can get the business up and running. And so this may take 90 days, it may take six months, it may take a full year, but that's what you're looking at is slashing your expenses down to as low as you absolutely possibly can get away with. Get your expenses down as low as you possibly can and then use your income on the other side to go hustle. And so um, your husband, he's just looking at starting a business on the side or starting a business period. You already have some income coming in because you're not, it doesn't say here that you're quitting your full-time job, just that you're going to reduce um, your hours of your full-time job. Um, So what I would say is get your income as much as you can um, with what you have, but you're really going to need to lean on slashing your expenses down. And then from there, your husband doesn't just have to work in the new business. Um, If he wants to leave his job so that he can focus more time on the business, that's awesome. But I would go ahead and start the business, see what you can do while working full-time at the job you hate. And if it gets to the point you just can't stand the job you hate anymore, um, go deliver pizzas. Go put up fences, go clean toilets, go work several little part-time jobs and piece together an income until the business can support uh, support what you're really wanting to do. That's what we did um, and that's what I think you should do here as well. Slash your expenses down and work on all the different ways to bring in different pieces of income. Thank you, Janine. Uh, Bill wrote in on Facebook. He said, why is my mortgage increasing? The interest rate is the exact same. Uh, it's a fixed rate interest, but two years ago, the mortgage payment was $950 a month, including taxes and insurance. Now it's $1,120. What is happening? Well, that is a great question, Bill. And here's what's going on. Inside of your mortgage payment, it is broken down into four different pieces. You have principal, you have interest, you have taxes, and you have insurance. And if you don't have a lot of equity, you probably have a fifth thing called PMI, private mortgage insurance. And that is what makes up your mortgage payment. You have those things that go into it. So um, why is your mortgage payment increasing? Well, the principal and interest don't change. Your interest rate is fixed, your principal is fixed. That is all fixed on the date that you sign your mortgage. Your PMI stays the same based on the day that you took out your loan. Um, If you have 20% equity in your home, you can eliminate PMI in almost every state in the country. Um, So those three things are fixed. So the only other two things that can change from year to year are your taxes and your insurance. And so if your mortgage payment has increased, uh, it looks like you said about $170, if your mortgage payment has increased $170 a month over the last two years, that means your homeowner's insurance is more now than it was two years ago, or your property taxes are more now than they were two years ago, or a combination of both. And so what you need to dig into is which one of those numbers is it. If it's your homeowner's insurance, go shop for the lowest policy rate that you can get that gives you the best coverages that you need for your home. If it's your taxes, there's two options with this. The first is that your home appraisal value is too high for what the area is and has appraised higher over the last couple of years. And so when you get your tax appraisal for your homeowner or for your uh, homeowner's tax, 
you need to dispute the home value that they say is there, um, assuming that it is too high. If it's not too high, then guess what? Your taxes have just gone up. Your home has increased in value. Maybe you guys have had some elections that have increased the tax rates in your area. But those are the things that are causing your mortgage payment to rise. Thanks for writing in. Hey, if you have a question for me, head over to the podcast episode page at Casey-Lewis.com. As always, you can hit me up on Twitter and Facebook at Casey N. Lewis. Or this week, December 14th through the 18th at 1 o'clock Central Time, you can find me on the Periscope app at Casey N. Lewis as I'm going to be recording a new show every day. Um, so... If you didn't listen to Friday's show, December 11th, I'm, I ask you to spend about 20 minutes just dreaming on paper. I ask you to write down everything in 2016 that you want to accomplish and to not put limits on yourself or ask yourself, like, how am I going to afford this or what's my first step? Don't ask any of that stuff. Just dream. Just write it down fast and furious, you and a piece of paper um, for 20 minutes. Write down everything you could possibly think you want to accomplish, whether that's a vacation or a double your income or um, you want to put up water wells in Africa. I don't care what it is, the big dreams that you want to do, write that stuff down. Now, after you do that, I want you to read back through that list and pick the top five things that you really, really want to accomplish in 2015. Again, don't think about how you're going to do this. I just want you to choose the top five things. And once you have that, grab five note cards. Go get you five index cards. And on each one of those cards, write down one of those five things. And so that you have one thing for each card and you have five cards. And that's it. I just want you to write across what you want to accomplish in 2016, um, those top five big dreams that you got from your dream list. Um, so on tomorrow's episode, I'm actually going to give you a few more steps to do that. But for today, just focus on that. One of the things that I want to make sure that I'm doing each week or each episode of the show is to talk about a giving opportunity or a place for you to be generous. Um, and so this episode, I want to talk about Charity Water. They're a nonprofit organization bringing clean and safe drinking water to people in developing nations. Here's uh, what's going on on their about page. It's hard not to think about water today. In the Western world, we face growing concerns about our stewardship of the world's most precious resource. There's talk of shortage evidence of reservoirs and aquifers drying up, and of course, plenty of people who just don't care. But forget about us. Most of us have never really been thirsty. We've never had to leave our house and walk five miles to fetch water. We simply turn on the tap and water comes out clean. Yet there are 663 million people on the planet who don't have clean water. It's hard to imagine what 663 million people really look like. But maybe you can visualize one in 11 people. One in 11 people in our world doesn't have access to the most basic of human needs, something we can't imagine going 12 hours without. Here at Charity Water, we'd like to introduce you to a few of those 663 million. They are very real and they need our help. They didn't choose to be born into a village where the only source of water is a polluted swamp. And we didn't choose to be born in a country where even the homeless have access to clean water and a toilet. We invite you to put yourself in their shoes. Follow them on their daily journey. Carry 80 pounds of water in yellow fuel cans. Dig with their children in sand for water. Line up at a well and wait eight hours for a turn. Now make a decision to help. We're not offering grand solutions and billion dollar schemes. 
but instead simple things that work. Things like freshwater wells, rainwater catchment, and sand filters. For about $30 a person, we know how to help millions. What I love about the way Charity Water's model works is that they have a 100% giving model. They have private donors that fund the things that cover their staff and the salaries and office systems and rent and supplies and all of their overhead is covered by private donors. So when you give a dollar, that dollar literally goes to help fund a water project around the world. And so this is a fantastic organization. If you were looking for a ministry or a cause to give to, I would recommend you check out Charity Water. Um, you can get to their website by heading over to charitywater.org. Well, with that, I am going to wrap things up. Be sure you check out the 30 Days to Better Money ebook. You can get your free copy over at casey-lewis.com slash 30 days. Remember, your dreams matter. Put your money in a position to chase after what's important. Go crush it, and I'll see you next time. Thanks for checking out the Casey Lewis podcast. Connect with Casey on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook by following at KCN Lewis. You can get all the show notes for today's shows and tons of bonus content on the podcast episode page at casey-lewis.com. And if you like the show, don't forget to leave a rating and review for us over in iTunes. That's right.